Welcome back to Retail Therapy. Good to be back. My name's Will DeFreeze. Barrett Dudley, how are we doing today? Uh, man, I'm doing okay. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling slightly under the weather. You might be able to hear it a little bit in my voice. Um, but I'm, you know, I, I think I'm on the upslope. You know, I think I'm trending toward back towards 100, 100p. You're telling me, you're telling and, me um, that the first day back from, you know, having some time off over the holidays, yeah, yeah. that you're just not feeling 100% well rested. That's what you're trying to tell me that, right now? Yes, which is, it, which should actually come as, as kind of a shock because I was getting really used to the, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a non-child haver at the moment. And uh, that, that, that 10 hours of sleep every night, that shit was hitting. You know what I mean? I can imagine. Yeah, like that, I mean, it, I would, it, I would pay a lot of money to get ten hours right now. That was, uh, that that was hitting different, and that was really, really nice. But unfortunately, I've basically spent the last week of, uh, of this, uh, of this newfound freedom, um, just kind of like battling some type of, some type of cough or something. You know, I, I don't, I don't know what's going on. If it's just like allergies or, or, or bronchitis or schlongitis, as you mentioned earlier. Yeah. Who's to say? Got to be careful. Uh, <laughs> But uh, I'll tell you what, the weather today, it's not its not helping. No, no. Waking up this morning to just a really dreary day in yeah. Austin, Texas, just like my wife Sally <clears> went <throat> back to uh, work after being on maternity leave for mm. a few months. Ooh, so yeah. like ultimate Sunday scaries happening. You know, I, we, we just moved. So we have our place in total disarray. So even like going to work, it was like, I would love to just sit here all day and get through it. The, the, the last few days of, uh, of this break, I had like I like I always think it's funny, you know, with the the scariest thing. I, I generally don't get scaries on this on Sundays anymore. I had it I had it bad heading into this work week, and it's 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 strange because it's a short week for us. We are, but by the time you're all <laughs> you're, by, the, by the time you're listening to this, we will be uh, on our return voyage from from my bachelor party in Colorado. And like I I think that trip looming with also but also like making this a really crammed week was like adding to my my sense of scaries. I always get ex- insanely stressed out before leaving town no matter what. Okay. Especially right. because like it it might just be different because, you know, I you know, a lot of the things that I do like I mean, I'm part owner of Wash Media. Like mm-hmm. like a lot of the stuff that I do has immediate dividends and like you know, takes takes something further. And so like I just know that I have to do things all the time. It's like I have to fit I have to do this or else like I'm not going to do it ever. And so it's like whenever I'm leaving town and I cram it all in, it's not like I can just be like, oh, I'm just going to like tell my boss to buzz off and go out of office. It's right. like I feel this this personal responsibility to myself and I, I hate it. I don't like being responsible in the first that, place. That's so much better, though, than being like that than having yeah, the additional layer of of like it is like like I, I maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like that that sense of like I could be in trouble. Yeah, is 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 gone. Yeah. Like you, it's it's a higher it's a higher calling. It's a bigger purpose. Yes. You know, you are you, you're feeling responsible because it's it's because because of your ownership because it's yeah. you know it's and that's that's cool. Whereas whereas some of what I'm feeling is like fuck. I have so much to do in like a 48 hour time span. Um, I mean, so I was sitting there last night. I think it was probably between the two football games, and I, I just felt like a. It was the first time in a long time I just felt a straight up lightning bolt hit me. It was just like oh, back to reality tomorrow. 
Like you can no longer punt everything. It's you're you're back to the grind. You have to go out and do stuff. You have to be responsible. You have to do whatever. Yeah. And knowing, yeah, knowing that we're going, we're going to feel like any any lingering like tiredness we feel from the holidays right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At the time that this episode airs, we will feel <laughs> a thousand times worse. And so you know, we maybe we just need to stop complaining about this because like we're going to be in a much much more dire straits uh, uh, come Sunday. Yeah, I I like the you know every practical. Pre, you know, bone in my body knows that that's true. And yet I'm, I'm trying to talk myself to other, I'm like, we're going to have be breathing that fresh mountain air. Oh, no, 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 you know, no, no, like, no, no. <laughs> I will be all going to be totally fine. And we're going to feel great on Sunday. I am packing tonight for Breckenridge. I'm packed. And I'm, packed. I'm, I'm carrying on, I'm carrying on everything. I'm going to make it work. I, I thought about texting, you know, texting the fellas to, to, to get the the skinny on 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 what people were gonna do, and then before I did that, I tried to put everything into a carry on, and just wasn't happening. I I I'm hopeful. There's two. It's too. It's too. Like, what am I gonna limit myself to one cozy sweater? I know. That's that's insanity. I know. I might have Sally like pack my the vacuum seal stuff for the Ooh, boys. Yeah, yeah. Might need it because yeah, that's that's a good point. Like, I don't want to just pack one sweater. That doesn't sound fun. I don't get to get like, right, like mountain, this, mountainous you know? western fits off very often. That's exactly right. It's exactly right. Hey, uh, quick shameless PR plug. I, I, just thinking about the weather, thinking about all, all the, the cozy vibes. Brand that we've talked about on this podcast before, but but probably been a while, Outlier. They sent me this FutureCore warm, warm shirt, and it is one of the the nicest things I have put on my body. Is this what you're wearing now? This is what I'm wearing right now. Oh, I was going to ask you what you were wearing now. And it is like, it's like very lightly padded, but like. It doesn't even look padded. No, but it, but it kind of feels like it has like something. Is this making the cut? Huh? Is this making the cut? This is not making the cut because you know, I got to get on, you know, I have to get on my, like my Aspen dumb and dumber type shit. I don't, my hope is that I don't (laughs) plan anything that I would wear like just normally during like a normal day. I want to just pack ridiculous Western wear. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going hat though, because I don't feel like traveling with a hat. Yeah. Just can't do it. Um do you follow Amanda McCants? I don't on, on Instagram. I don't. Okay. Why? She she basically does like like reels that are kind of like making fun of certain stereotypes, generally women in the 30 to 40 year range. Okay. And she just did Aspen. She just did like like chicken aspen. And it, it was re- it's really, really funny. I, anyway, it calls out the hat shop in a very, very uh I think I saw, way. I think I might have seen a screenshot of the <laughs> it was at the the Kimosabe call out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you can't walk into Kimosabe and be in a bad mood. That place smells incredible. And did you have to wait in line though for like an hour? We did not. No. Okay. No. We All walked right. right in. We went but I will say when we went to Kimosabe, we went first thing in the morning. Like yeah. we woke up, we had energy, and we just were like, All right, let's go down there. And and I think we might have waited for like it was also kind of mid pandy, wasn't it? Oh, very much. Yeah, so, we were yeah, we probably, were wearing masks helps. outdoors, just walking alone. I got I yeah. got some I got a comment from someone because I didn't realize that you had to do it. I was walking to the liquor store right when we arrived, mm-hmm. and uh, I was just totally alone in the middle of town. No one's really around at all because it was mid pandemic. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, someone said, uh, "Please mask up, sir." And I was like, it, "Wow, okay, I, yeah. I, no problem." I did not realize that was the regulation here. <sighs> I'm excited though. Yeah, it's gonna be good. I'm excited. It will be good. 
Uh, I don't have too much to get out of the way right now, other than uh, I should probably just get ahead of this. Uh, Listener Digest probably isn't coming out Sunday. It's probably not coming out Monday. <laughs> might be might be a Tuesday of, of this episode week, uh, but that's okay. That's okay. Uh, it's little, we've got a lot know, on the table right now. A little follow-up, a little pick-me-up. You listen to the episode, and then boom, you get the Digest. Yeah, like, yeah. You'll be, everyone's going to be just fine. Everyone's going to yeah. be just fine. You know, when it's when it's Barrett Bachelor Party Week, all bets are off. But uh, more than anything, for any updates you need, go to retail.pod on Instagram. <clears> but you, watch these on YouTube. YouTube, youtube.com slash Sunday Scaries podcast. And thank you to everyone who bought retail therapy candles. They totally sold out. Very happy about that. I've been burning one in my new place the entire time. And our living room now doesn't smell like fresh paint anymore. It smells like uh, uh, 001 Sway. Very happy about that. It's a nice scent. It's a nice scent. Let Um, that thing burn for a couple hours the first time. I'm happy. Pretty good. I I don't say, I'm not not just trying to blow smoke up this candles, whatever. Uh, it's probably one of the more evenly burning candles I've, I've, huh? uh, had in a really long time. Like I've been burning this thing for a very long time and it's burning so evenly. I'm so happy about it. It just makes me happy. And I'm, I am trimming my wicks just for those out there. Don't that, just yeah. think you can just skirt responsibility. No, there. you do have, this candle does still require you to, to trim the wick. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, there was a major, major news dump on Christmas Eve of this year. Um, uh, the, the patron saint of this podcast, the current patron saint of this podcast, he got the baton from Haley Bieber. Um, Paul Mescal, he's been uh, maybe exposed in Dumois style for maybe how he's been uh, handling some one night stands out over in uh, Ireland, I guess. <laughs> but uh, uh, there's a tweet, and this is not the tweet that broke the news. I don't actually know where the news was actually broken, but it became such an internet thing that I couldn't ignore it. But it says, learning that Paul Mescal takes women he sleeps with on walks the next day and then legs it and leaves them there just solidifies that he's like every other Irish man going. So I started diving in more. Apparently, he just like hooks up with girls, <laughs> goes on a walk with them, and sprints away from them. Well, you got to think that when you're wearing three-inch, you know, little nylon breezy running shorts with your teardrop quads, you got to get a you got to leg it pretty mm-hmm. often, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like the you you have to put those things to use. Otherwise, why why do you have them? That's really what I think is happening here. So he's well, just like I got to use these. I got to use these these teardrop quad muscles that that everybody you know keeps going on about. Well, I, saw, like, I saw one tweet that was just like, well, this explains all the photos of him running in the middle of the day. Like yeah. he's always running, like holding like a breakfast sandwich, or like he just looks a little disheveled. And it's like, well, this this would make sense. Like he's he's just like. Do Do you think the reason that he was so good in normal people is because he just he 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 just is Connell? I don't know. You know what I mean. I don't know. Like normal people for me was just a very. It, it was a double-edged sword because it was so well done. The, the I'm talking about the show. The yeah. show itself was very well done. It was more well done than the other Sally Rooney show that's now escaping me that I didn't think I didn't think was as believable. The one with Joe Alwyn. Yeah, like he was simply too dashing to play the role that he played in that. He was supposed yeah. to be dashing, but it was like it was. He doesn't. He didn't come off as natural to me. But like normal people was so heart wrenching because I was just like, oh yeah. my god, like. When I was young, like I was such an asshole, but like Paul Mescal looks so cool while he's being so insecure. Like, was do I did I look cool like that? Like, I, he might just be he might just be a Connell guy. Yeah. Now Connell's too sensitive to run away from someone like that. He would never do that. This just this is also very Irish. Like you, he there's no way he's doing this stuff. He's in Irish New York, exiting, right? He's, yeah, he's Irish exiting, dude. Yeah, this is this, yeah. is that like why it's called that? Because they just sprint away from one night stands. I it's it's also but it's it's pretty. Um, it's like next level to like get the girl out of your house by being like, "Oi, like, uh, let's go on a walk." Eh? Fancy, fancy a walk? Fancy a walk? I can't do it. I can't do an Irish yeah, accent. Yeah. Apparently, I have a lot of Irish in my uh, in my blood, but mm. I was that's new information to me per Twenty Three and Me. 
Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Is that a little that little Christmas thing that you did? Or no, no. It's just I I always knew that I had a lot of like you know English, Irish, Scottish in my blood, but yeah. I didn't realize how Irish I was until it started refining all the information from my report because like it just keeps getting more and more refined whenever you log in. And it, apparently, I'm way more Irish than I ever bargained for. Huh. It doesn't really move me either way. Okay. That's kind of whatever to me. You got to think that this is also just the behavior of a guy that's absolutely crushed after losing Phoebe Bridgers to Bo Burnham. Yeah, it's true. You know? It's true. I don't know what I would do if I was a celebrity and I was dating another celebrity. And then they broke we, – we broke up. And then they rebounded with, like, another very popular celebrity. Yeah, and they, like, started a new super band and have, like, 18 songs on the radio at like, the moment. Yeah. That you can't escape or yeah. get away from. Yeah. And some of them are probably about you. Yeah. <laughs> Like a lot of them are probably about you. Like whenever I listen to Phoebe Bridger's songs, I'm like, man, whoever's listening to this is like just getting their heart torn out right now. Yeah. There's a new song on the uh, on the Boy Genius album called um, uh, like Emily, I'm sorry or something, uh-huh. and it's just like fuck, Emily's sitting here just like okay, <laughs> like. <laughs> I have been enjoying uh, Boy Genius, though, just in general. Oh, like, yeah. it kind of snuck up on me in 2024 or in 2023. But, like, I mean, they had what an ascension for them. Paul's probably, he, he can't even enjoy it at this point. Yeah, oh, absolutely not. Paul should have been in Saltburn. Well, I, yeah. I mean, if you want to, if, if, if you want to get a movie with like all the patron saints of the retail therapy podcast should, should to, they, together on, on screen, then he needed to, he needed to be here. Did he read, did he read for, for Barry Coke? Co- I believe I've determined that it's Kogan. I don't know. Barry Kogan. I'm just saying Cohen, like he's Seth Cohen. Okay. Uh, I, I feel like he could have read for that role and just crushed but like, maybe he was just like, nah, nah, I, a Lord, he's too, he's too hot to be around. I can't do it. You you thought wait so yeah you're talking not not for the Alordi role but for the Barry Cogan role yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. he would have fit in really well for that yeah an unspoken awkwardness he he's much too good looking though. he's a little too and, dashing he's, he doesn't have the nerd gene that full like, disclosure you have only seen the first forty minutes or so of this film right <laughs> that's I, I mean, need to get ahead of things yeah my life's in disarray right now <laughs> when I decided to dive in and actually watch Saltburn I I had to twist Sally's arm to watch it with me she has no desire to watch this film. Uh, and so I did, and we made it about 40 minutes in, and we turned it off. We didn't turn it off because we're dorks. We turned it off because, uh, simply put, I was very tired. Yeah. Okay. And so I I wanted to enjoy the movie. I guess that's the word you'd use. I wanted to watch yeah, the movie yeah. um, while, you know, fully with it and kind of right. not just like in a, in a dreary state. And so we paused it at uh, – I don't know if there's a good place to pause the movie at this point, actually. <laughs> I will say that in the first – 20 minutes of the movie i was just like what is everyone talking about this movie is totally fine like there's nothing that bad and while i can't speak to the second half of the movie i can i can say that there are a lot of hard takes out there of people being like oh you can tell who just saw their first weird movie ever like this wasn't that bad like there's the there's the hardo like oh i watch weird cinema right 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 and i'm okay with people that are doing that yeah yeah well you definitely need to finish this movie i will i'll finish it tonight because it does the, the the it's it's split into two halves basically and and it's, it does sound like you got to at least a portion you probably actually got more like an hour and 20 in or an hour 10 because you made it to saltburn yes yeah i thought it was only like 40 minutes maybe maybe so it's possible the first thing that i want to say is that the first 45 minutes to an hour of this movie is just vibes baby yeah and it is oh, yeah. amazing immaculate vibes mm-hmm. That I just want to live in everything from the 2000 style to Jacob Alordi's uh, eyebrow piercing to all of the to the to the clothing that they put these cats in 
to the British libraries on campus at Oxford, to them sitting around smoking the cigarettes in the pubs. It like, we're going to get to another topic here in a minute, but like uh, early, early, early take on 2024, just like vibes, ins, outs, all that. I appreciate everybody that, uh, that responded to us on Instagram, fielding questions, Y'all are just fiending for the ins and outs and the and the style trends already. It's we're two we're two days in no, to, to January. I need time. And <laughs> I have already started my I have already started my new list though. And y'all are uh, y'all y'all are chomping at the bit for Dude, it, and people- I love it, and I love it. But like my early my early thing is just like it's basically just like British. It's just like British culture, British mm-hmm. pubs and the the and libraries and old shit. Things that feel old world, and I it's a it's a continuation of our cozy vibe mm-hmm. talk from 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 the end of last year. But like that, that's where I'm headed right now. Well, th- there's a tweet that I saw. This was also from from Christmas Eve that said Saltburn was a period piece for people who watched Skins and listened to Block Party in 2006. I have to say, at one point, Skins was my favorite TV show to watch, and I listened to Block Party's first album more than maybe any album I've ever listened to in my entire <laughs> life. I was so addicted. Like, does that does that does that resonate with you at all? Like that tweet because it's so spot on for this. That like, th- there's just this like weird like the skin. Do you know what Skins is? Have you watched Skins? Do you know so, what it's about? Yes, and you know it's pe- people like it. It got brought up a lot with like Euphoria, right? Yeah, it's kind of like a precursor to that. It was a, a show that was showing high schoolers doing what high schoolers do in a pretty like pretty naked way, pun yeah. intended. Um, but but for me, I watched the American version of it mm-hmm. that MTV did, I believe, which was probably two thousand and five, six, mm-hmm. somewhere in there. It might have been a little later. Was they, it a little later? I think it might have been a little later. Okay. Right. I don't know what series I don't know what series they were on on Skins UK when they dropped Skins USA. That was on MTV, right? Did you just say that? I did. Yeah, yeah I think they yeah. took like almost like the exact script from some of the episodes and like just redid it. Okay, this actually says that the American TV series Skins was not until 2011, so maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. Maybe I was watching the British version. I watched the British version on Netflix like pretty endlessly, and I thought the first first parts of this the, that show were just fine. I didn't think like the ser- like the first series was that good. I got attached to the characters, but I didn't think it was that good of a show. But as the show kept on building and getting deeper into it, this, the final season has major saltburn vibes. It's way more anxiety inducing, way more vibey way more like dark way more like they they definitely upped the aesthetic as the show started going on and on but just like there's something about there's something about like the the prep schools that you never went to that you kind of want to see how those people act like yeah. seeing how the rich and famous act is always something that everyone's always going to like it's why people magazine exists that's why gossip sure. happens that's why everything happens yeah but like it's almost like the go starting from like the young age of like a boarding school and just seeing how these people act or how they like you know uh-huh. a fantasized version of it there's just something cool about it it's like oh i wish my high school experience was me going to raves and pubs and ordering beers as opposed yeah. to like me literally sitting in a room with my boys playing halo like <laughs> endlessly yeah. like yeah. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Those were playing Halo with the boys was like the best time of my life. Right. But um, it was always fun. To, like the idea of going to a boarding school, getting into a secret society and doing drugs that you'd never heard of. Like it was just kind of a cool idea. <laughs> yeah. 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 And th- did you I did you get to the to the to the MGMT? Yes. Needle, and it, needle drop. Yes. Yeah. And so it just like, was like I told I looked at Sally and I was like, I just like I just feel like I'm my brain went back to the er, yeah. like the mid two thousands. Like yeah, it just yeah. felt great. Yeah, that 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 little that that little segment right there, like that's kind of the it's honestly it's the it's the peak of the movie. It's the pinnacle of the movie. It 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 encapsulates and kind of captures everything that you saw in the first forty five minutes 
and then it just like elevates it and it, the tuxedos with the tennis and at the castle and like yeah. the I might actually I might all, rewind and like just all start of that from there. is so good and such just like a nostalgia blast and such a like an endorphin hit if for 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 people of our age I think um yeah and and then the movie gets pretty weird and and dark can't wait pretty much after that and um you had I'm I'm really surprised because when when I saw you last week, you compared this film to the talented Mr. Ripley. No, uh, Sally's has talked to someone who compared it to that. Oh, okay, okay, all right. Excuse me. But well, so the, all I'll say for the back half of of it is that I, I think it owes the talented Mr. Ripley like a full on writing credit. Okay, like it's it okay. is. Well, talented Mr. Ripley is the vibiest movie of all time until that scene, and then everything gets dark. Yeah. And so I I can assume that this is very what's... very similar kind of trajectory. Okay. for for. For the second half of Saltburn. Okay. Yeah. And then um, have you have you heard about the the final scene at all? Yes. With, yes. With and I, I've also seen yeah. – have you seen the new trend that's happening with rich people? What are they filming themselves dancing? Dancing through their them? massive houses. And people are just like, <laughs> you need to die. Like I mean, you, don't, you don't need to exist on this planet anymore. If you have enough money to make this TikTok, uh, yeah, then we don't, yeah. we don't care. You don't care about yeah. us, so we don't care about you. Yeah. But, <laughs> I don't uh, think I'm going to do that anytime soon. But yeah, the 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 I mean, like I want to go watch the first hour again because yeah. it, it 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 was amazing, and I want to like you know take notes on the outfits and like just I just want to live in it, man. I want to sit in a dark, clammy pub. I get it, you know. I get it. We can probably do that in Colorado. So I told I just texted Sally. Uh, today's my birthday, and oh, shit. Uh, happy birthday! Will. Thank you. And uh, she's been asking me what I want to do for dinner tonight, and I just texted her. I said Indian food and Saltburn. So that's what <laughs> that's what my that's what my birthday is going to consist of tonight. I'm very excited is. about that. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't know we were gonna. I didn't know we were talking Saltburn until this morning, and I didn't want to finish the movie on my my work computer. So I've just been like, that's fair. I'm just holding strong we, as much we, as honestly, I can. Honestly, we got we got you saw the retail therapy part of yes of, uh, of saltburn it, it's like killing me like i don't know like did, did you remember the movie 21 when they mm -hmm. had the mgmt scene too mm -hmm. like anytime you could if i have a, if i ever write a script just know that there's going to be a spot that says like M mgmt drop that that's what's happening i just wanted to party like them back in the day i was too poor i was i was drinking i'm sure you went to some yeah I, I, like that that's that's part of it though right you watch them in like their cool ass raves and all that type of stuff and their little like cool like club scenes, and you probably had you had a snippet of it. You had a couple moments that remind you of that. It's like, oh shit, we're here. It's just you weren't doing it every single weekend, mm -hmm. nonstop, because you're nonchalantly too a rich British person with a title and a castle. Yeah, that's yeah. facts. That's facts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I want to circle back real quick on, on National Circling Back Day, which is the first day after the holidays. Yeah. Um, when we were talking about the in and out list, how people are already clamoring for more ins and outs. I've been circling back to that. I think that I think emails. in and out lists have replaced New Year's resolutions. Mm. That's my that's my official retail therapy take. That no one cares about New Year's resolutions anymore. Everyone's since now instead framing it as in and out, and like they're putting on their ins, like like really like stuff that their friends are like or stuff that they want to do and better themselves with, and then the outs are all the things that they're mad at their friends for. But I don't <laughs> think anyone's doing what what Randy. Oh, sorry. So, so just to be clear, you're saying on your ins is ins and outs, on your outs is New Year's Correct. resolution. Yeah, okay. Exactly. I just want to make exactly. sure. Yeah. Okay, yeah. got it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. the Clear clarification we needed. But yes, exactly, exactly. Um, but when we, I guess you you solicited some stuff on the Instagram today. Yeah, yesterday and and slash rolling into today. Yeah, yeah. 
Are we going to answer some listener questions from the, the, the ins and outs people? We can. We can. There's a couple on here that I think are a couple of things. That or did are... you want to do resolutions first? Sorry, I'm skipping around. I think we should. Uh, we're already here. Let's go. Let's go a couple of listener questions. Okay. Uh, there, there were, as, as I mentioned, a lot of the listener questions that we got via Instagram at retail.pod. Uh, we're just, we're already like, let's get your in and outs spring 2024 fashion trends, that type of thing. It's too early. Uh, and then some kind of like some kind of lightning round stuff that we'll, I think we'll, we'll kind of push off for, 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 a. I want to do a full a segment, listener questions uh, yeah, episode, a full listener questions episode where we can just kind of like rattle these off and kind of, and give our takes, but two, two stood out to me one, because it's, it's very recurring and, and, and it's, it's, it will kind of lead into a 2024 resolution podcast for, for the podcast. Um, but then the first one is very, very timely and it's basically just our thoughts on dry January. Um, and I, I, this is, look, I, I, I have been kind of like burying my head in the sand over the last five years when it comes to dry January. Yeah. You've been very anti, I've been very anti. Um, but the more and more the conversation continues and picks up, uh, and, and, and the further and further, like we get into this cultural shift that's clearly happening. The, the more I find myself kind of like having to reconcile with some of this and like, I don't know where it's headed, but the, 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 when wine enthusiast is putting out a column that, that, that is titled, uh, let me get this right. <clears throat> is alcohol the new tobacco? <laughs> like the, the, <laughs> the alarm bells are sounding basically. And, um, yeah, so I, I, I kind of want to talk. Dry January, see what your thoughts are if you're doing it this year, and then just kind of like ha have a little bit of a conversation on on why you think wh why you think that there is a real, real, genuine push on on a national and international level to essentially like categorize uh, drinking alcoholic beverages with smoking tobacco. I've done Dry January, yeah, a couple times, right? At I've least. done it a few times. I've broken dry January on the last day of dry January once, if not twice. It was just like, it's a weekend. I'm not going to, I'm not going to just not hang out with these people at this place just because I have this like thing that I'm trying to complete. I don't feel, I don't feel as though I'm a new person after I do it. Like I doesn't, it doesn't change me in a way that I really care about. It just kind of like is a thing that I do to make me feel like I'm bettering myself, even though I'm probably going to go back to my normal behavior. Yeah. Like the way that when I did pescatarian January last year, I felt a noticeable shift in how I felt. And so I kept on doing it with drinking. I know how it makes me feel. It makes me feel like shit. So like <laughs> I don't I don't drink to excess as often as I used to, mainly because I have kids now. And so when, it's just when, not as easy. When you say that alcohol makes you feel like shit. Yeah. Clarified, though. Do you feel bad if you have like two Guinness or do you feel bad if you have like four Guinness and a Manhattan and an espresso martini after dinner? I don't feel bad. I don't feel hungover if I have like two beers. Yeah. I don't get that. Like that doesn't bother me. And if I, if I do feel hungover after a few drinks, it's usually like two really heavy beers or something like right. that. But like, I don't like the way that I feel after having like one, if I have like two beers, I usually just feel like a, I'm kind of groggy. And like, so I don't like I, immediate, like, like right afterwards, right basically? afterwards. Yeah. yeah so yeah, I don't yeah, really yeah. want to, I don't really love that feeling. So I've been not doing it as much lately. And then like from there, 
I just don't like the hangover is so not worth it to me lately that unless I know I have a clear day ahead of me, there's no way that I'm going to like take things too far because yeah. it's just not worth it. And I think a lot of people, especially with like wellness and, and, and like health trends and everything being so top of mind and in your face from Instagram and from everywhere that it's just natural that something as unhealthy as drinking would naturally start to get the moniker of being as unhealthy as tobacco use. Like I was walking around the other day and I saw like, I'm not judging this mom at all, but I was watching a mom at a restaurant drink a really strong drink while just following her kid around. And the, for some reason, my first thought was like, she has, if she has one more of those, she can't drive home. Uh -huh. So like her, <laughs> like she's probably got a husband who's sitting at the table with like the other kid and yeah. she's just following the kid around doing whatever, like we all do. But I was like, like, it doesn't sound like I, I totally understand why people don't want to do a thing that makes it so you can't drive home after <laughs> it makes it so you you can't do normal things that you would like to do. And like, I just feel like the shift away from it is something that I commend with a lot of people. And I just think I'm naturally doing it just because I'm getting older and I'm not as into it. But like, it's just not something that really surprises me at this point. Yeah. Like it's and like when weed starts to get brought in the conversation, too, it's just like. The fact that weed is so criminalized versus like, and, and obviously criminalized and, and just making you feel bad are two different things. But like the way that weed is treated by so many people versus the way that drinking is treated, it's like, well, like these things are very similar, but also have very, very big differences where one has pros and one has cons. Like no hangover, it sounds great to a lot of people. It, the, 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 but the weed thing is part of where I start to get like incredulous about the narrative because the the part like a part of the shift is like definitely like like there's a california sober thing happening yeah. and so suddenly like suddenly like weed is being treated like it's healthy but it's it's, it's not. also not healthy yeah i mean it's it's everyone needs their vices no it's not vices aren't vices because they make you healthier like vices are things that you're supposed to do that make you feel good that you probably regret in the long run but at the same time everyone likes to have something a little naughty that they do. And I feel like no matter what you do, like, like a lot of people will probably just switch in one for the other, or they'll like start doing something else. Like you always want to find something that's going to make you feel good or like give you a head change of some sort. So like, I just think that like, you can't really, I don't know. I just like, when it comes to like dry January, when it comes to vices that I really enjoy, I don't like starving myself from things that I don't think are like an issue. But once I started like when I going back to the pescatarian thing, once I started feeling good, like good and healthy and I like could feel like I was like losing some weight, but also just feeling better. Like that was such a clear change to me that it just made sense to keep doing it. Whereas with dry January, I always just end up wanting to go crazy in February the entire time. So will you be doing dry January this year? Uh, no, no. Post, post this weekend no this weekend uh i will be enjoying myself but then i have a wedding the following weekend in okay. nashville all right and i just it's not in my blood to go to nashville and just like be a party pooper so i think i'm just going to turn it out both weekends and and enjoy myself and maybe do it later okay like there's there's other months i'd rather do it there there so i've i've never partaken and obviously because of this uh this weekend i won't actually be fully participating in dry january but with uh with the wedding in late february I think I'm going to give a, a round of four week. I think I'm going to go on about a four week. So okay. about an equivalent to a month hiatus. And mostly what I want to see, what I would like to look to, to, to just, just kind of, you know, you mentioned the, the, that you didn't really feel all that much better cutting it out completely 
for a month. Yeah. And really like you should see the effects. If you, if you're not seeing the effects, then it's, then, then it just is not. I just felt like, because like the science is that, that most people see positive effects within like, if not a few days, then like a few weeks. And so what, what I'm looking for and just to see what, what has my curiosity is like, if my skin is better, if my eyes are less puffy, if like that type of thing. Yeah. Cause like that, like the one thing that I will say and, and that I, that I hope is not lost in all this is that I, I, I just don't think that there's as big of a problem as people are making it out to be with drinking in moderation. And maybe I'm, maybe I'm being defensive and, and stuck in my ways and just sounding old and, and out, out, you know, out, out of the, the cultural times. But like the one thing that, and, and I like, this is definitely more of my, my, like if I'm not going out to dinner or going to going with friends to get drinks, et cetera, like. I, I love having just one cocktail or one beer. I've been doing something lately that I never do. I never have done it. And for the last month, I've been doing it more than ever. And it's pouring like this much whiskey into a glass and just drinking it neat and taking it's three sips. It's three good sips of whiskey. And it just warms me up, makes me feel a little cozy on the couch. But like, I, I think my behavior around drinking's changed a lot too. Like what, uh, probably the last few times I've done sober January, I, I don't really think I've been drinking to excess at all that often just mm-hmm. because it's been like, I think the last time I did it was probably 2019. Honestly, I definitely didn't do it. Yeah. It was probably 2019. Last like, time you what? Did sober January. Okay, okay. I don't think I've done it in the last few years. Or I started to do it last year, but I did se- I did several things in January last year, and I just wanted to see how everything shook out. And I ditched the the drinking thing early. But I understand getting defensive over it. Like you don't, I don't look at you as like a partier that like needs to like like oh Bar- like Barrett's got to do sober January. It's gonna be tough for him. Like I can see you just <laughs> I can see you bulldozing sober January and like seeing the effects from it, and being happy. I don't think I was also at a time in my life where I was looking or caring about stuff as much. Like the bags under your eyes and stuff like that. But like, I've talked to friends who have stopped drinking for like a month just to like stop drinking. And I'm like, you look great. And they're like, yeah, well, I haven't drank for a month. So I'm, I'm miserable right now. I just want to have a drink. Um, just to pull some quotes from, from the wine enthusiast column, just to, to really like, is the first time that I've seen some of this stuff just kind of like laid out, but the who the, the world health organization, um, they, they published a news release titled quote, no level of alcohol consumption is safe for our health. And in that release, a top who official said, quote, we cannot talk about a so-called safe level of alcohol use. It doesn't matter how much you drink. The risk to the drinker's health starts from the first drop of any alcoholic beverage. Um, There is a push to ban marketing at all. No beer commercials, no alcohol commercials, all in the the same way that that uh, that tobacco has gone. Um, Anna Isabella Alves, executive director of the Portuguese Association for Wine and Spirits, explained that for years, alcohol health warnings focused on drunk driving, minors, or pregnant women. And now, quote, we are used to seeing news about alcohol beverages and the who in the press, but the narratives have changed. The new story, Alves said, is about making alcoholic beverages less socially acceptable, like with tobacco. And that is, and I, I, like I'm probably being alarmist and like a concern troll here because obviously we're all like most of the people that we know and hang out with are still going out and enjoying drinking socially and 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 probably not thinking about this as much as I am. But I I do I kind of feel like a wall closing in where the where like where there's a there is a sense that I'm doing something like 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 wrong almost by by continuing to enjoy al- alcoholic beverages. I like I just refuse to feel shame. 
I refuse to feel the shame about it. My pa- I grew up with two parents. My mom will have a glass of wine every night when she gets home from work, and my dad will have a drink, like one drink every night when he gets home from work. And I never thought anything of it. I don't think I've seen my parents drunk like a total of like five times, and it's always been New Year's Eve or at a wedding. <laughs> like it's never like anything. And so I never grew up in a household that was like, oh, don't drink, like don't do that, because like it was kind of a do as I say, not as I do, or not not a, it's it's not like that. You, you get what I'm saying. But yeah, like yeah. I just never really. I never really feel that guilt. I feel guilty about drinking to excess and being hung over the next sure. day. Obviously, Sunday Scary started partially the, the, because of that. The, hang, the, the, the anxiety, if you will, that yeah. anxiety of, of is is definitely factored in there. Actually, when the you one drink th- too when you drink too much and you know that 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 that, that you made bad poor decisions, right? It that that's part of it. It's not yeah. just that you feel physically, you know, worse. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm out here beating the drum for drinking in moderation and continuing to enjoy yourself. Um, and, and I appreciate the drum that's being beaten right now and, and enjoying the the things that make you feel happy and make you feel social and, and enjoying time spent, uh, you know, with, with loved ones and friends and, and everybody in between. So I, 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 I don't know. Am I, am I, am I crazy here? Am I crazy over here? I just tried to pull up the menu from the restaurant we went to the other night, Red Farm in yeah, Austin, yeah. new, new, new spot down here. And, uh, I tried to pull up the cocktail menu because I had a late contender for drink of the year when we were there the other night. I don't I don't even remember what I ordered or what was in it. I think it was maybe a gin cocktail of some sort. And it arrived with a little sidecar of more cocktail with my coupe <laughs> glass. And I was just elated to see some shaved ice and just more cocktail sitting on the side of it. That was nice. But it also just tasted incredible. It was light, but also it had a little bite to it. I, I need to go back and, and just get this drink at the bar so I can get a full rundown on it. I, I honestly want to see how it was made because it... It, I think it was my drink of the year. Wow. It just came out of nowhere. It had like a little bit of, it, it was a gin. It, it was like, it was a t- twist on a martini, right? It was basically like a, like a, like a gin martini, but with, it had like a, either like a Japanese or a Chinese, um, look liquor involved. Yeah. Like shoju or something like that. Yeah. It was, it was, it, the ingredients were above my pay grade. Looked amazing. Yeah. It was, it was, it was the most I enjoyed a single cocktail all year. I was just like, yep, that's the one. This is great. Okay. I should have ordered a second one. I got scared and I ordered some, some wine instead. That's okay. That's all right. It's yeah. all right. You know, no, we, somebody at the table may have, sh- might've shamed you for having two drinks. It's true. Yeah. Not me. Uh, it, Barrett, I will support you with your, uh, your, your four weeks of, of sobriety leading up to your wedding. Yeah. And- that's what, yeah. You know. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a dabble. I'm will you take a, little... a before and will you take before and after photos sure. of your, yeah, of your abs- face? Absolutely. Just so we, cause if you, if you, just so like, we can analyze what, what happens to the, to the, yeah. I've got someone who I want to get on this podcast. I'm not going to say who it is because I don't want to, I don't want to curse it, but I have someone on here and she once told me that getting rid of the bags under your eyes is just an impossible task. Like you can't, there's nothing you can actually do. My, my dermatologist has said as much. Yeah. She's I'll, like, there's two things that you should be, I think one of the things she said was like, one, it's mostly genetics. Mm-hmm. And then two, it's like there's there's just because of that, there's very little that you can do about it. I've I, yeah. I'm, I'm officially uh, the age where I'm not opposed to putting on some under eye masks before I head out. At sure, night. Sally sure. will toss them on me. I'm like, yeah, mask me up. I need yeah. I need to I need to look a little better. You ever right put now. on just one of those like frozen eye, like eye masks? No, I need one. I like. That. I absolutely yeah. need one. That's I, nice. I do the I do the face dunk in, in cold water sometimes. Sure. Yeah. It just it just wakes you up a little bit. Oh, what else we got from the listeners? Uh, okay. So the second one, this is kind of the recurring one. It's going to, it's going to lead right into our retail therapy resolutions for 2024. But, uh, one comment was just like some options for low end luxury. And then another uh, suggestion was, uh, that, that somebody wanted cheaper places to buy cool things. Obviously 
we love talking about expensive stuff on retail therapy. It's fun. It's aspirational. It's uh, it's ridiculous. It's absurd. It's lustworthy. All of those things. But I do I do want to try to include. It's a it's a very it's a recurring question that we get or suggestion suggestion excuse me that we get is to like mix in a little bit more. Uh, you know, kind of like everyday approachable type stuff. Um, and I don't know whether I'm just going to like start dropping kind of like a, like a wish list number two on y'all that's, 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 that's on a, on a more approachable, affordable spectrum, or if we'll just kind of take some time every now and then to kind of like, to kind of like put a focus on, do on, we rebrid imminent stuff. cops? Yeah, we could, we could like, uh, it's, it's not an imminent cop because like you just want it so bad, but it's, a, it's, it's an imminent cop because it's, it's price appropriate. Right. For the right. bank account, and so yeah. it's like, no, I'm just going to get this because I need it. It's so when when we were doing Club Pool, um, I was I would I would put a, a monthly column on the Patreon that was basically like my top ten things from the month that were under a hundred dollars. And that I I don't want to put a price limit on this because it, it you can kind of cheat it because I can still show you an eighty five dollar T shirt. Yeah, and that's not necessarily what anybody you know besides me like considers like an affordable garment. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's really, it's, it's, it's more relative than that. Like yeah. it could be a $200 item. If it's, if most of those items that we typically talk about are 800 or over a thousand dollars, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so definitely something that's on my mind as far as a retail therapy, 2024 resolution. And what I wanted to do just kind of in the name of this right now is bring up, uh, Abercrombie's website. One of the one of the problems that I have with tackling this kind of like this question is that my general like my knee jerk reaction is basically to just give you my my usual suspects list of like places that you should be shopping. Mm -hmm. And it's Abercrombie, Zara, J. Crew, Banana Republic, like Bonobos, like maybe mix in some some direct to consumer brands uh, in there as well. And it's like it's, it's just like, you know, it's, sometimes I feel like I just need like a pinned thing that's just like here are my uh, these are the affordable brands that I look at. And kind of comb through for for hidden gems. Um, the first thing that I have up, I saw these in store. So I've got Abercrombie and Fitch up. They, they are for for men's especially. Uh, women's Laura loves Abercrombie women's. By the way, it's it's hit or, it's hit or miss. You got to order like five things and hope that one or two works at a time. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, that's what I did. The last time I ordered from them, I ordered several things, and I think I, I think I kept two. Yeah. And I still wear both of them a lot, but it, it, it like, yeah, that's how I felt about it. It was like, oh, I can't keep, I'm not going to keep yeah. all this. And the, and I think one of the things that's, that that's nice for us that, that maybe we can offer or lend is that, that because we do have a lot of experience, um, with higher end brands as well, we can, we're, we're kind of good people to, to talk about like relative quality as well. You know what I mean? Uh, so anyway, I saw this nineties crop flannel in store. And on the men's side, Abercrombie has become full on shameless about just like <laughs> taking stuff that's hot with another more expensive brand and just doing it themselves. Um, this is John Elliott has a flannel called the Hemi. It's a boxy drop shoulder Hemi with a raw hem across the bottom that hits like right at your belt line. Boom. Here you go. Abercrombie has them for $48. Yeah. Everything um, I'm looking right now at Abercrombie and like everything's on sale. I think is, is this, is Abercrombie one of those sites where everything's always on sale? Like, you're, like you should, sort you of. shouldn't be buying it at full price. Correct. Because you can almost always get it. So J crew kind of like established that you shouldn't buy anything at full price unless there's a 30% off coupon. Mm -hmm. Abercrombie kind of the same thing, but 15%. Okay. So not it, not, you're not looking for as substantial of a discount, okay. but definitely you can pretty much buy anything on the site for 15% off. 
Um, so I, 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 now I'm just on their new arrivals. And there's some sweatshirts and some crews. This embroidered hoodie uh, on the very first page is very, very reminiscent of a little uh, indie brand, Canoe Club carries them. Samuel Zelig does these embroidered hoodies um, that are three or $400. There you go, 80 bucks for the embroidered one from Abercrombie. Just the normal cut of the hoodie. like the, It looks <clears> exactly <throat> like my ALD hoodie. The, the the gray one that you forty three minutes in, uh, the gray one that you have on the screen right there, yeah. outside of the drawstrings, which mine doesn't have any drawstrings. It's the exact. It looks like the exact same cut. It's probably not. It's like I don't know. I would assume it's not as heavy as the ALD stuff, no, but the it, ALD it stuff be. is also insanely heavy. Yep. So it's like, you know, do you, if you if you don't want that, then perfect. Uh, and, and then as I continue to scroll, man, at, we're already launching into spring. I, I understand why you guys are asking about it. Cause people are kicking this stuff out, but like, where's one of these, where's some of these crochet shirts that they're dropping? Like they are, they have taken their, 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 their Bodhi inspiration to a, an entirely new level. Um, let's see if I can find one here. It I, was. I already bought them all. That's why. Yeah. Randy, Randy copped them. There's one. Look at, look at this guy right here. Look, that's at, a, look at this. I, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's a Bodhi shirt. How about this? How about this green? Ooh, the green one. The, the, the green, the green one's one nice. With the, uh, with the okay. square with the square pattern. Okay. So it's you, th this is this is like the number one destination for me right now. If I'm like, you know what I really really liked is the, you know such and such and such item from from this brand, whether it's Ald or John Elliott or Bodhi or uh, or, or whoever else. Like at, like Abercrombie is is not scared. They're doing this. This is um. This is a cropped boxy inside out. Oh, tea, that's cropped. Very similar to the John Elliott reverse crop tee. Um, I, I mean, like, there's so many just kind of like dupes here. That that was a big that the big you know Gen Z and millennial buzzword. I mean, that shirt's given pottery over like the crazy. course of 2023. Here's your crochet tank, right? Like in case you in case you missed out on the ALD one from last summer. Producer Randy in a crochet tank when. I, I, when? I think it's happening. Make it happen. I don't know if I go tank. Come on, Randy. You got the guns for it. Yeah, it's true. You got to go crochet <laughs> on crochet, Randy. Yeah. A little crochet is, tank is, under the crochet. Is that, is that okay to do? Yes. Yes. Oh. That sounds cozy. That's how you twist it up, you know? Can I offer a take? Yeah. Like, are joggers completely out right now in favor of just normal cinched sweatpants? I feel like I'm seeing sweatpants on every single website that I go to right now. Uh, not to be hyperbolic about it, but like, if if you are in a pair of like Lulu close to the calf joggers, you're you're like eight years behind. I just honestly at this point, I only wear them when I know I'm in a dad situation. Yeah, it's a very, very dad. Move. Like it, yeah. it's when I'm doing dad shit. <laughs> like I'm going, I'm taking, I'm taking my kid to go get a coffee. Like yeah. I'm wearing those because I'm like, it doesn't everyone looks at me and they're like, he's a dad. It doesn't matter. But I just acquired some new sweatpants, my first pair of sweatpants in years from AYR Air. Uh, and I love them. Like I'm, I, I love them. They're yeah. just so, it's so nice hanging in something that's that comfortable. It's like, it's like using a blanket when for the last five or six years I've been using a top sheet only. It's like having a comforter now. And it's like, it's so, it feels so good. Yeah. That's an early in and out for your boy. Yeah. They're, they're, they're cozier. They're more relaxed. Um, you know, it's, it, it, how are they producing these crochet shirts at this rapid clip, Barrett? You keep scrolling and they keep just I know, popping and there's up. just more and more and more. Yeah. Um, they, they, what this says to me is that they dialed in the manufacturer, like the, the, the vendor process, mm -hmm. like they found the vendor in wherever they are making these, um, that can crush it at super high volume and for a pretty good quality so that they can 
bring them to you for eighty dollars instead of five hundred. Um, how do we how do we stop any fast fashion concerns when it comes to finding not dupes but like you know inspired pieces from cheaper places? Like, do we need to worry about that that sustainable always outlook? Always. Yeah, the the the. <laughs> That, and that, that, that's, man, that's like, that's like diet Prada 101, right? It's like, where's the balance, Mm -hmm. you know, can, is fashion something that can be democratized? Is it right? Because like, is it, is it, um, is it classist to say that you shouldn't shop Abercrombie or Zara or, or, you know know what I mean? And like, obviously I think that there's a, there, there's kind of a dividing line with something, um, you know, and maybe, and, and I don't know if, if I don't know where where it should be necessarily or or who gets a pass and who doesn't you look at something like sheen which we've talked about many times before um which is very very opaque and nobody knows anything about their practices and they claim no sustainability they you know they 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 make no efforts whatsoever to even like greenwash themselves yeah you know what i mean yeah and so it's like it yeah you when you're shopping abercrombie like i like I think that they are probably doing what they can, but they're making an assload of garments, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of units. And uh, a lot of the stuff I've put my hands on quite a bit of it. Some of it's good. Some of it will, will just like low quality stuff will last one or two wears. Like you better believe if you throw this $80 crochet shirt in the laundry, it is not coming out the same afterwards. It's not, no, you know? So that always, always, always like I, I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm happy to bring this stuff up because I want everybody to look good and feel good and, and, and have ways to, to, to be fashionable, um, at not an insane price point. Uh, it's just, I think it's just about being conscious about it. Yeah. Like don't buy five of them this summer. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like that's fair. So have you, when's the last time you, uh, fell into the gap? Um, it's been a minute, but the gap is always that, that's another one that's always on my radar. I'm actually I've actually been really bummed because uh in November or December I I threw those those gap sweatpants, those sweater sweatpants on my wish list. And like a few a few weeks later they were gone, just completely sold out. Well, retail therapy effect. So, we, we know it's real. <laughs> uh but I no, I I like just went back earlier, you know, over the break. I was like, oh my, I think I'm gonna get those. You know, it's been well, We've been on a little bit of a cold stretch. I'm like, it's time. And they were just fully gone. I mean, if you're scrolling the gap site right now, you might get a little confused, Barrett, because you're going to scroll across a model who's been seen on pretty much every single ALD campaign for the last however long. That is correct. But in the same vein as, um, as Abercrombie, like... Gap is kind of doing the same thing. They have it's a little more toned down than it is on Abercrombie, yes, and it might not yes. be drawing inspiration from like as hype of places that right. they are. But it's the same thing. And when I scroll this, I'm like, yes, this st- a lot of this stuff is stuff that I would absolutely buy right now if I needed clothes. Yeah, like I mean, yeah, scrolling here, there's just so many things. I guess everything's also on sale on here. I would assume it's the same. Th- it's same, the same thing. thing. Same thing. But like. It's just like, wh- yeah, why why spend a bunch of money on a sweatshirt that I'm just going to wear like running errands and ruining when I could uh, spend way less money on that and probably have the exact same experience with something? Like, or why why am I spending way too much money on something that I'm going to wear out three times when I could buy something that's a lot cheaper to do it? Yeah, I mean, I th- because it comes down to what you care about. And I, I think that that you understand and appreciate like the one, the rush of the of the cop. Oh, the rush. And then two, just the the what it feels like to put your hands on something that's 480 GSM or 22 ounce like French terry instead of like the 12 ounce brushed cotton fleece back 
that's that doesn't feel nearly as nice. It's like, yes, like if you take a photo of yourself, maybe they look the same. And if you don't care about those two things, then obviously you can like achieve the same type of experience from both of them. But there's just there's there's some there's some stuff that's tangible and, and intangible, you know, go like in, in both in both categories that is why people I think listen to retail therapy in the first place. Yeah. So yeah, it's the curse of previously working in high end retail. <laughs> like, like when I my first day on the job, I started looking at price tags of stuff, and I was like, "You got to be kidding me! Who's who's buying this kind of thing?" And also, I was nineteen, so you know, you don't have any money. You're young. You don't really grasp anything. Like, why would you buy a shampoo that's not suave? Like, like it's just sure. whatever. And so, um, like it's it, it like. Even you even got the rush of unpacking something when you would when I would be like unpacking inventory and I'd be like, oh man, feel how nice this sweater is. And like it's just it's you know when something just has that feel to it. But there's a lot of companies out here now where it's like I mean, even just the like I I bought some Abercrombie long sleeve tees because I would just wanted some tees to wear around the house. And like even those are just incredibly soft and stretchy and like have held up very well for me, where like I need to think of going to an Abercrombie or a Gap before I go to other places and get swindled by brands that people are talking about online all the time. Yeah. Especially now that they're getting more current and and kind of a lot more in the things that I want. Just from a just from like the color palette on these websites alone, it's it's a great thing. Like it's just not what it used to, it was it's not what it was a few years ago. The 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 other big one for me uh is definitely is Uniqlo. Mm-hmm. Um I finally got my account fixed and they'll let me purchase things from them again. Oh that's good. Yeah, that's uh, that was Congrats, nice. Man. Uh, it's a issue that I've heard many people having, so definitely something that that they should that look into and iron out. But uh they have famously done several collaborations with Engineered Garments and other uh, among other like amazing designers. Um, and I'm just I'm just throwing this out here. This is just one item, but this is the Puff Tech utility jacket from the the most recent EG collab. This thing was like 200 bucks or 180 or something, and it is on sale in a full size run for 60 dollars. If you are still like in need of like, a and that cool, jacket will be cool a, next year, a, yes, no questions like asked. Like a cool jacket that is probably very well constructed, especially for the price point um, to get you through these last few winter months. But I mean, this is you know, it's. It, the the thing is, you still got to hunt. That's that is my thing with these with with the the more cost effective brands is that you can't just drop into Gap and expect that everything that they put in front of you mm-hmm. is going to be one fashionable or two high quality. Mm-hmm. Like they they are still appealing. They still have to appeal to the masses as well. Mm-hmm. So they got to put stuff that's that, that still sells well in in certain locations or with certain demographics. And so you got You still have to hunt. You got to search through. You got to find the hidden gems. I'm gonna go off on Gap and Abercrombie soon. Yeah, that's that might be that, that might be one of my resolutions. Ready to talk some other resolutions? Yes, I have, I don't have that many. I might be adding more through the month. I think I think that you can make up new resolutions as January goes on. I think you have an entire month of making resolutions into the new year before you actually need to stick to them. Um, let me pull mine up. One second. I have one that's very 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 straightforward. Okay. I was going to say I wanted one of these, but I deleted it and I said I want two now. And I want two different retail therapy events outside of Austin. We did New York last year. I don't think it's out of the realm to do another similar event in a similar vein in a different city or maybe even New York again. Huge. But like I feel like that one's kind of a layup and we can and we can do that somehow. There's another there's another avenue of doing it and I would like to do it again. Um I don't know where it would be, but I think that it's possible. So I'm just putting it out there into the world. Two, not one. Okay. I want two. Uh, if any brands or listeners or entities or anything 
think that you'd be a good fit and oh, I'm listening. Want to host us? I'm like, listening. DMs are open, man. I probably have some emails that I could probably dig into yeah, of, yeah. of previous previous talks as well. Um, you got to think that uh, I, I, domestic probably easier, but a- after the Saltburn discussion, after uh, you know just everything, like London, London be, meetup went. Got to be got to be numero uno on the on the. Wish it's list. a top five city on yeah. Sunday Scary's Instagram. I'll put it. I'll put it out there for that. <clears throat> I feel like that alone, we could easily just get like some people people in the mix, just hanging out, just not worrying about anything, just from the Sunday Scary's Instagram alone. Even if we can just acquire them as retail therapy listeners yeah. at some point. Yeah, there you go. Um. Okay. Anything? Anything else you want to chime in? I'm. Uh, I'm kind of. I'm. I'm looking back at mine. All kinda, my. Kinda I, I have. In. I have two others that are specific to retail therapy, and then I have two that are just specific to me, and those two are the, pretty much the same thing. Okay. Uh, I would like to outkit myself this year at the Kentucky Derby. I'm under the impression <laughs> that Kentucky Derby is happening again, and oh, I would wow. like to. I don't okay. know what I'm. I don't know what I would do, but I. I want to. I want to raise the bar. Um, the other thing that I would like to do is I want to have retail therapy and or Sunday Scaries in some vein, do a big collab, like capital B big collab. I want to, I want to do something with like a company that like, that I never thought when we started retail therapy was ever in like in the realm of possibility. Right. And I want to do that because I think it's, I think it's, I don't think it's ever been more open to do collabs with like with brands. I don't think it's ever been easier to get that line of communication going. And I think it's something that like we have the means to do something cool and something different with a brand uh, that we would really like. I don't know what area that would be in just because I haven't really like put a lot of thought into it, but I just think the possibility is very, very much there. Yeah. So those are my, those are my big retail therapy exclusive. Okay. Yeah. Do you want my personal ones? Um, I'll throw in one more retail therapy. Okay. I, it, I, obviously, um, it's kind of a no brainer. It's, it's not as big brained as all the things that, that, uh, that you just said, but I, I need something that says retail therapy on it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's happening. I mean? something that I can put on, on, uh, on my body. Just to, I'll, I'll pull back the curtain. The Sunday self-care sweatshirts was essentially a dry run in figuring out how to get some product off the ground in a different way than I've been doing it. Now that that has been done and the, 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 the stream has been established, it should be a lot easier to do things. And now it's just a matter of like you and I getting together and figuring this out. We've got enough, we got enough products in the, in the hopper that we have thought of that now it's just a matter of figuring out how to do it in a way that we like. Executing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How about a personal one? Spend more on home goods than clothing in 2024. I, I like it. Yeah. I, I don't go out that often right now. Yeah. I don't need a ton of clothes. Right. I just moved. I need furniture. There is no reason. There's absolutely no reason I should be spending money on anything but new furniture or new th- updates for my home. Yeah. Like it's just pointless to me. I don't need anything. I like. I might need some new staples once spring comes along. Yeah. But like, it's just there's no reason that I should be spending any money on any warm weather clothes, on any cold weather clothes, on anything. Like it is just pointless money. It's and then so the, hard, Will. It's I know. so difficult. It's, I, I don't want to say it's no no cop January or something. No, hold on. No, only wear what you own, you airy. <laughs> uh, like I don't, yeah. I don't have a lot of like, but I, I will be copying something, but it's going yeah, to be yeah. home items or things that everyone can enjoy in my family, except for except just me looking in the mirror, being like, "I look sick right now." For, yeah. this, for this group dinner with all these other couples. <laughs> it's it's. I'm glad that you said it. it it's. Uh, I, I was literally like, I had my like essence cart pulled up, you know, 
up to 70% sale right going on right now. Like it's one of my favorite times of the year. And that, that is what I was going through. I was like, when, when will you wear this? When will you wear this that other people will see it? Because if you can't come up with one, you, you don't need it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I, and, and I like, I'm always, I'm tempted to be like, well, let me just bring it in, get the thrill of the opening and then the putting on. But then I, I don't trust myself to no. get, to get something in and be like, this is sick. I don't return. Anything. I look sick. And then be no. like, no, I'm good. See ya. Send it back. No, it's so that's too dangerous, but it's, it's, it's exactly right. That's, that's, and so I'm, you know, just to, 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 to hop onto that one. That's definitely, that's definitely one of my resolutions is to, to do a little bit like, because my wardrobe is so filled out because I already like own so much. It's definitely like, if something, if, if something does not have kind of like an occasion tied to it, yeah, you know, like a specific thing that I know exactly kind of when and how or where or where I will wear it, then like, then, then I really, really have to consider it. Yeah. 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 I, I just can't, I can't be doing it in 2024. It's yeah. not happening. And, 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 it, and it's, it's a great tie into the home thing that, and that, that was one of the, there's a listener question that I'm, I'm sure can lead to a much longer segment on a future episode, but it's basically about like. You know, ideas and suggestions to make your own kind of cozy space, an apartment or a home. And like, it sounds super simplistic and and, and like it's a very a obvious question. answer, but like, you gotta, you gotta, gotta buy, buy a few things probably. I, I always think I have a really um, good like direction until I move and then I have to do it. And yeah. I'm like, oh, now I'm overwhelmed by the possibilities. I don't know what to do. Like, I'm just, I'm totally frozen right now when it comes to everything. Yeah. Last year for the first time I ever, I got joy out of purchasing things that weren't clothes. I always have been very averse to buying like big things, making a big purchase, like getting a new vehicle or whatever it may be. Last year for the first time, I got joy of buying something material that wasn't clothing and it was records. Yeah. My other resolution was that I just need to buy fewer records in 2024, <laughs> which should be really easy for me because I kind of built out the exact, not not the exact, but a collection that I wanted of things that I really liked. It shouldn't be hard for me. But like now I need to find if I'm going to need that endorphin rush of, of my retail therapy, if I, if I need my retail therapy fix, I need to do it in a way that is going to be buying something that goes in the home. That's not a record because that's only enjoyed by me. And yeah. so yeah. really I'm just trying to be more intentional about the clothing and be a little less worried about buying something that I'm going to have in my place for possibly a decade, like more than a decade. You yeah. know, it's like, why, why am I worried about seasonal fashion when I could buy something that I could have in my place that brings me joy for years and years and years. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, because we have a disease. Well, that's why, yep. um, yep. You know, what's less expensive than a record hmm. is a book. And uh, I would be remiss if I didn't throw it on my resolutions because it's my resolution every year. But I finally have some momentum. I read two and a half books this past year. What? Which in 2023, which How? is more than I read in 2022. So I'm I'm on my trajectory is the graph is headed in the right direction. So re more reading, and I think I'm I think I can stick to it this year. I think I'm going to get to. My goal, my goal, I, look, I'm not, I'm not going crazy. Five books. Okay. Five books okay. for 2020. Let's do it, Barrett. Yeah. I'll, I'll do it too. And we, we, <laughs> we, we already determined that, that, that reading was hot last year. Well, I think it's just getting even hotter. It's dude. Reading is so hot right now. It's the hottest thing going. Yeah. I, I also read about two and a half books this year. I listened to more though. I actually, That's good. That's I good. got into audiobooks this year when Spotify started adding them. And so I've listened to like four audiobooks in the last month or so and i've nice. really enjoyed that yeah 
But I'm I'm at about two and a half physical books read for the year. Not good. Uh, but we got to have books on us at pretty much all times, like Jacob Elordi walking through the airport, if we're going to start going to uh, to new trending reading parties. Why would you buy new clothes when you could just go buy a Penguin Classic and toss it in your back pocket and be the hottest guy in the room? Yeah, that's a great point. I don't understand why you would ever buy new clothes at this point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tell me about these reading parties in New York City. Yeah, so um, would you like to curl up with a good book and 65 new friends? Uh, this is on the New York Times Books Instagram account. On a recent evening in Brooklyn, because of course, where else, a crowd gathered at a bar for Reading Rhythms, an event that bills itself as not a book club, but a reading party. The premise was simple. Show up with a book, commit to vanquishing a chapter or two, and chat with strangers about what you've just read. The attendees, each of whom had paid a $10 entry fee, were the lucky ones. 270 people were on the waiting list to get in. So obviously we need to add a reading element to one of our retail therapy events. Oh yeah. That, that way we'll have hundreds of people lined up to, to get in. Uh, the parties take place on rooftops, in parks, and at bars. Just because a city never sleeps doesn't mean it isn't crammed with people who wish to turn pages in companionable silence. Um, yeah, that, here's a quote from somebody that attended. I got an hour of reading done and I hung out with some of my best friends, which I'd wanted to do anyway. That doesn't usually happen. So I, look, I think this, I'm just flipping through the photos here, Will, and this is just, this is, it's all coming together. These people are reading instead of drinking. They are finding a new way to socialize. We're in a cozy place that looks, it's in Brooklyn, but looks like it could be, you know, in, 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 in Essex. Um it's just it's cozy pub vibes and maybe with slightly less alcohol. I don't know. So people are reading for an, a, a determined, a predetermined amount of time, and then you talk about it with the people that you're with. But it's not a book club because you're not reading the same book, right? Right. You're all just no, you're reading just, random you, books. You're just reading random books. You br you bring your own book. It's BYOB. It's uh, BYOB. And, <laughs> like, do you, then, just, do you just you sit just there? Like, yeah. You just you just sit you just sit there and vibe. You just have the companionship. Yeah, and then like after thirty minutes or whatever passes, you like look up and you're like, dude, you'll never believe what Harry and Hermione just did. You know, I here's the thing. I'm okay with people doing this because they're not hurting anybody. They're not hurting anybody. They can they can just read and enjoy themselves. But like, do you think there's ever been anyone that's paid like ten dollars to go to this, and after twenty minutes, they're just like, "All right, fuck this shit." Like, I can't. What, what are we doing here? Like, I because I've been in enough spin classes at this point where I've seen people bail like ten minutes in. They're just like, "Nope, not for me. I'm getting out of here." Like, look, look at this photo right here. This is the best one. Just, everybody hunched over, crunched back, just like. Oh, the first the first line of the column is, "You made a rookie mistake." The young woman told me, "What did I do?" I asked. The woman laughed. You chose a backless seat. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, well, people are already doing uh they're doing vinyl vinyl listenings at uh, all these bars and stuff. Right, hey, right. let's just let's just go back full analog and just start reading to each other. I would I would try this. I would try this. I'm not opposed. So I was at a new restaurant in Austin called Uchiba. It's a play off of Uchi and Uchiko that are uh -huh. very famous sushi restaurants in Austin here. And the first night that I went there, I sat at the bar and it's a curved bar. And so I was sitting at the corner and I was uh, there's another gentleman sitting on the other part of the corner next to me. And he was an older guy and out of his back pocket, he just pulled out a little tiny notebook and he started drawing the bar. And I was like, okay, like if this guy was 26, I'd be like, oh, what a tryhard, what a fucking loser and make fun of him. Because this guy was older, I was like, oh, now he's cool. And then he started flipping through his book even more, just like looking at stuff himself. And his drawings were so incredible from other places that I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Like 
He's not hurting anyone. He's just sitting here passing the time. And instead of scrolling his phone like I'm doing, like an idiot, he's sitting here and he's like honing his skill. Uh -huh. He's like taking in his surroundings in a way that I'm definitely not because I'm yeah. looking at my phone. He's not only taking them in, he's noticing the intricacies of them and drawing them. And I'm like, <laughs> this guy is so much more present in the world than I am right now. And I, But I think I'm better than him because he's doing something that's considered by a lot of people to be a little insufferable, which is like drawn public. <laughs> like, it's so dumb that we're like... We were so fixated on like being cool and and not, and not doing that stuff that we're more willing to look at our phones like lemmings than we are to like actually do something that creates value for you. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, well, we have a disease. Uh, yeah, it extends far and wide. The phone thing is is definitely a piece of it. But um, yeah, oh, the algorithm that we're all just like buying the, all the same shit together. Yeah, it's, it's exactly. <laughs> Can we do? A, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna compile these next couple things into uh, some articles of interest for the, yeah. for the squad right now. Uh, have you seen Grocery Store Husband? I've not. Grocery Store Husband might be one of the more hateable people. Um, I'm not trying to be a, a, a hater today, but this dude's just going to the grocery store dressed like Danny Zuko. Like modern day. <laughs> and it says, POV, your husband comes to the grocery store with you every time since it's your favorite place and he knows how important quality time is to you. Like, are we doing the least at this point? Like going to the grocery store with your wife is now like TikTok worthy? Okay. I missed a toothpick when you showed me this earlier Oh, you today. missed it. You can't miss the toothpick. <laughs> okay. He's, now he's going toothpick. There, now there's something. Maybe he had a sample, Randy. I, I don't know if... if if you know this, I don't know if the comments know this. I'm assuming this originated on TikTok, although I don't see the watermark. This is a very famous model. Who is he? This is Lucky Blue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I, I don't know if his wife is posting this. Or, or if someone's making fun of him. Or if somebody's making fun of fun of him or, or what's happening. But this is a, this he, is, yeah, this was, he, he hasn't been as big in recent years, but like five years ago, he was like this like 18 year old phenom that was like walking all the runways okay and like, this, this makes more okay that actually makes this much more palatable because yeah. this just been some random dude who's like <laughs> getting applauded for going to the grocery store and dressing like he's like in the 60s i i just don't yeah i don't know yeah it kind of feels like somebody took this video and is making a joke but now but i have no idea i can't tell maybe this is just this guy's this this model's wife just talking about how this dude just loves bagging groceries. I will say, good for this, good for the wife for bagging a model. That's really sick for her. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, if you're out there and you're looking for a husband, please just have a higher bar than going to the grocery <laughs> store with a toothpick, with a in, toothpick your mouth. in your mouth. Yeah. Like yeah. I know the toothpick ups the cool factor, but whatever you're doing, just make sure that you have a high standard for yourself. Yeah. I think just, I might become a lollipop guy and just always have a lollipop. That's pretty cool. I mean, lollipops are kind of swag. I do have some toothpicks on my desk. Maybe I'll start being toothpick guy. Uh, can we also talk about cigarette umbrella lady? Yeah, this is my favorite thing on here. This I might be my favorite thing we talk about all day. Barrett, I have to say that when I saw this, I was I was in awe of how retail therapy this was. I yeah. was so happy. Um, yeah, cigarette umbrellas are a thing now. Um, in Soho, this woman was uh, videoed in the rain smoking a cigarette, and she has a little toothpick. It's Maybe it's the year of the toothpick. <laughs> she's got a toothpick umbrella that looks like it's from a cocktail, and she's covering her cigarette with it so that it doesn't burn out from the rain. I mean just incredible everything about this from her outfit to the way she's holding the umbrella and the cigarette at the same time in one hand and then when she takes a drag she like picks up the little umbrella and like puts it over like is she, I, I think she's for real i think she is too. i think she's dead serious i think this. she is too like people say oh smoking doesn't look cool well guess what does make you look cool <laughs> smoking with a little umbrella over your cigarette in the rain yeah, yeah. it's just unbelievable swag from her
I feel like I feel like somebody, I, I, some some cigarette brand could really kind of capitalize by just including one of these with like every pack of cigarettes. A little umbrella. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. You know. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Be a little like you know, a, a American tropics or something. Maybe maybe a bar in Soho should start serving tiki drinks with a side cigarette, so that there when you you're go. done with your drink, you can go outside with your your tiki umbrella. Yeah. 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 Uh, our final article of interest today, I just uh, I hadn't done an aesthetic of the week for a while. And so this week I wanted to dig in and do one. Fairy grunge. Fairy grunge. Mm-hmm. Uh, fairy grunge is pretty straightforward. It's nothing crazy. It's probably in the, in the same vein as a lot of things that we talk about. Uh, but it says that the, this, is from, uh, this is from Better Homes and Gardens. It says the fairy grunge aesthetic is an edgier twist on the classic fairy core look. Think 90s grunge meets enchanted fairy-filled forest. It's got a slightly witchy feel, keeping the raw and edgy look of rebellious 90s subculture intact, says some lady. Um, <laughs> Barrett, I've sent you two photos that yes, can kind yeah, of exhibit yeah. this for the people at home. Uh, do you freak with fairy grunge? Well, what you've sent me here, and if, if you're watching us on YouTube, you'll you'll see on your screen, um, I, I wouldn't have called this fairy grunge. I agree. Like... They're trying to make fairy grunge into something that is not. I think if actually grunge fairies saw this, they'd be absolutely disgusted by the, so the interior it, look of it, this. Right. It's like it's fairy grunge because like it you, you put like a like it sort of is nodding to like some the, f- fantasy. The stuff? actual aesthetic has to do with the way that these people are dressing. Uh, but then now they're trying to apply it to uh, the in the the interior of the home. Okay. And they're saying it's just vintage stuff, an airy feel, natural light, neutral colors. Honestly, it's pretty meh. So somebody is kind of taking the the, the wild fairy grunge aesthetic and just kind of like translating it into an actually adoptable, like they're just basically saying like, this could be fairy grunge, but really it's not. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I also don't know if I like really need to get hit in the face with wings while I'm trying to like eat anything at a bar or like order a drink or something. But there's there are parts yeah. of uh, fairy grunge that I can get down with. If I had to guess, I, I I might imagine that um that that two different book series, a Fourth Wing and Akatar, a Court of Thorns and Roses, are having something to do. Oh with yeah, this. that's fairy smut if I've ever yeah. seen it. Yeah. Okay, Mister Two and a Half Books. <laughs> <laughs> well, is that, you know, now that I'm a big book reader, uh, two point five uh, for the for the year 2023, I just know all about books. What genres did you read, if you don't mind me asking? I read a uh, a, a biography. Okay. I read Phil Knight's Shoe Dog, and then I read a um, a modern romance, Emily Henry's Beach Read. Okay. And now I'm my my the, what I'm halfway through is is science fiction. It's uh the Three Body Problem. Okay. I feel like science fiction is about to have a moment. Okay. I feel like, no, I feel like it's already been having a moment, but I feel like science fiction now is getting more and more popular than ever because it's, it's, people are considering it to be less and less nerdy and people are getting really into it. Like I, maybe it's just my, maybe it's our demographic, but I feel like a lot of people in their thirties and closer to forties are like getting into it. It's funny you say that, Will, because on my little search bar here on my computer, let me know that it's National Science Fiction Day. Today. Okay. Today. How about that? Uh, but both of the book series that I just referenced, I believe, would be categorized as fantasy romance. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But Akatar is like the biggest, it's like the hottest thing in the book world right now. It's like selling like millions of copies a day or something like that. Okay. There's like seven books of in the series now, I think. Maybe I'll hit it on Spotify. I, I would, yeah, definitely. I love, I love audiobooks right now. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just absolutely freaking with them. 
No, I, I have I have an easier time just reading be, nonfiction. Just be, just be blasting some sex scenes on there, you know? <laughs> yeah, just absolutely, just going hard on it. No, my, my biggest issue is that, uh, my biggest issue with them is that I'll listen to them in bed while I'm going to sleep, and then I won't put on, like, the, the stop like the 30 minute stop mm. and suddenly I'm just like 20 chapters deep in a book that I had no business even listening to in the first place. Should we do some wish list Let's items? Do wish list. I'm going to have you start off cause I am going to be underwhelming today. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so one thing that I, I I've been kind of like, uh, encountering over the course of, of the break. And as I get packed for this weekend is that I really don't have any good, like cold weather pants. Like I've got jeans and that's in really like not much else. I've got like, I've got one pair of kind of heavyweight double knees, but they're navy blue. And as we've already discussed, that's that, that they're not the easiest to style and pair. I don't think my double um, knees are going to make the trip. Yeah. I, I don't know if they're fitting very well after this holidays. <laughs> uh, it, I just, I needed something a little burlier, you know what I mean? And so uh, I've, uh, right now at the top of the queue are, are these, are these trousers, the fireman, the cotton wool fireman trouser, cotton, cotton wool drill. That's the fabric fireman trouser. It's the name of the garm by Margaret Howe. Uh, this was a brand that I really kind of fell in love with when I got to shop them in, um, in Tokyo. And, uh, these just, they're, they're looking tough. They're looking thick. They're looking warm. I like that there's cotton in the blend cause they're probably less scratchy than hundred percent wool. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm just, this is this, uh, the top of the wish list right now. Cause I, I, you know, I, I, I at least can say, I know exactly when and how I would wear these. I'm into it. Yeah. I cold weather pants is something that's really escaped me since moving down here. I only have a couple pair and I don't even feel like they're, I mean, great. you know, pants are always tough. Like pants, yeah. you know, we always are in need of cool trousers, cool always, pants, always voluminous trousers. And, um, yeah, the cold weather makes it, makes it a little bit more difficult to select. Well, I have a boring, boring wish list today, but I need help. I need help from the people out there. I, I'm tired of Googling stuff and finding a bunch of websites that I don't trust that I'm going to get it in the mail and I have to put it together and do a terrible job. I need three things from my new place. It's not, it's not, this isn't even like negotiable. I need these three things. So I need to buy them. If any listeners have any, like any guidance for me. I am all ears. If you guys have any unique places that you trust, I would love to hear it. If you have any products that you've bought before, I would love to hear your review of it and say whether or not I should get it myself. But here are the three things that I need. I need a media console. I need a really big one. I'm talking like almost 90 inches. Okay. That's, that is large. It's large. We have a large wall that we need to cover up some space on. And I really just want to get a large media console. I need that. I need a low media console. I need something that's like less than two feet tall for a room that has a slanted ceiling. I absolutely need it. I don't know what to do. And the final thing that I need is a dining room table that can deal with a toddler. Mm. I can't have a cool, nice dining room table. I can't have one that if he's writing on it, it's going to like imprint everything. I need like a rustic, uh, you know, farmhouse style dining room table that's not going to break the bank that I can that I can just toss in there and not worry about. But those are the three things that I need and I'm not buying any clothing until I figure out those three things. That's big of you. That's what I'm putting out there. Um, I know people talk about article a lot. Okay. That's that. That's one that I can suggest that, that may have some of this stuff. I'm trying to pull up. I, I, I thought that they definitely had media consoles, but- I already I, had something bookmarked, bookmarked from article. But I don't see them. And then, I, I mean, like, I, I know you're they're overpriced and you're just paying for the look and the aesthetic and all, but like the, the CB2 is just absolute gas when it comes to the media consoles. I know. It's, it's like, pretty good. I, I mean- It's pretty good. 
That's flames. One of the issues that I have right now is that I have like a really, I have like a good, what's the other, what's the other uh, wood finish for that one? Teak? Walnut maybe? Walnut. walnut. Yeah. I already have like a walnut looking one that's going to go in a room next to this one. So I'm looking for one that's not as like yeah, walnutty. Yeah, yeah. But is that one, um, was it designed by Gianfranco Frattini? Uh, it was not a Frattini joint. Uh, it was yeah, not yeah. a Frattini joint, unfortunately. That is where you went wrong. Damn it. Yeah. So yeah, if anyone has any uh, tips out there, if anyone has any, uh, uh, you know, furniture companies that they absolutely ride for, I would very much like to hear about it because that's a place where I'm not very well versed and I start to get really lost and gun shy and I don't like the way that it makes me feel. Yeah. All right. I think that's all she wrote. Um, next week, we'll probably have some raspy voices or we'll have to skip an episode because one of us is just devastatingly <laughs> sick. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we might all just catch COVID. Who knows? Yeah, it's very possible. <laughs> Hopefully we record next week, but we'll see. Unless we have anything else, I think we'll uh, see everyone later. See ya.